Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone. And on today's episode 206 of the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, we're going to be talking about the Faber and Fader tests. We'll be discussing what these special tests assess, how to perform the Faber and Fader tests, and we're also going to talk about not putting all your eggs in one diagnostic basket when evaluating patients and so much more. But if you don't mind holding just for a moment, we're going to hear a word from our sponsors. At MedCore Professionals, we offer mobility aids, bracing and supports, compression garments, post-mastectomy care, and much more. Your health and well-being are important to us. Your recovery is our priority. Our certified team will guide you to the right products based on your medical needs, recent procedures, or mobility restrictions. Visit us on Route 1 in Scarborough or at MedCorePro.com. We are Mark and Kelly Hassett, owners of MedCore. And we keep you moving forward. Welcome back. So it still amazes me at how many patients continue to be misdiagnosed when it comes to hip issues. Now, we have to remember that the hip is a complicated joint to evaluate and referred pain around the hip can play a huge role. You know, the hip can refer pain to the SI joint. It can refer pain to the back. It can refer pain to the knee and the back can refer pain to the hip. And there are so many complicating factors here. Uh, so it's really about being a, a detective today, and we're going to be talking about these tests, how to perform them, what they assess, but also maybe throw in a few tips on how to isolate that diagnosis just a little bit more. So we're going to be talking about the Faber test to start with. Okay, so what does Faber stand for? It stands for, it stands for flexion, abduction, external rotation. The way you perform this test is you place your patient in the supine position. You put them basically in the figure four position. So you take, let's say we're working on the right hip. So you take the right foot and ankle, you put it over the left knee, and basically that leg is externally rotated, abducted. Uh, and what you do is you stabilize the contralateral ASIS with one hand while you put a very gentle pressure down on the knee that is up in the air, okay? And so what this does is it externally rotates the hip and it causes an abutment to the posterior aspect of the hip. So it's possible that if you have some hip pain associated with this test, that it could be just an impingement type of syndrome in the hip. If it causes SI joint pain, very specific SI joint pain, it could just be SI joint you know, dysfunction, which could be inflammation in the joint or maybe even some early arthritis in that joint that is getting aggravated while you do that test. Now, if you do the test and you develop some groin pain, it's also possible that you could get a number of different diagnoses that pop out of this, okay? So like femoral acetabular impingement, osteoarthritis, you could have a labral tear or any other intra-articular issue like a chondral lesion. That is possible. But the Faber is, is more of a you know, SI joint test. And if you develop back pain when you do this test, it's very possible that the hip is referring pain to the, the back or the SI joint is referring pain to the back. And so it tests more specifically for that, okay? Um, so this is where you need to do a little detective work. If people have, you know, some, some glute pain, 
greater trochanteric discomfort, you isolate that, you know, make sure they don't have like a glute medius tendonitis or a tear or maybe a greater trochanteric bursitis or piriformis syndrome. Just make sure that you take a look at those other structures also when you're evaluating your patient. Now, let's get into the fader test, okay, or it should be probably called the fatter test because it's adduction. So flexion, adduction, internal rotation. The way we do this test is we, again, have that patient in the supine position. You take the patient's, I like to have one hand on the thigh, one hand on the foot or ankle, and you passively flex the patient's hip to about 90 degrees. You can even get up a little bit past that, but typically if people have some sort of an intraarticular hip issue, around 90 degrees is about max for them. You'll then slightly adduct the hip and passively internally rotate the leg also by pulling that foot outward um, toward you. And if the patient develops a groin pain, you need to be thinking about some sort of a, you know, it could be a pincer lesion, it could be a cam lesion, there could be a labral tear. If there is a definitive click or pop, um, you know, it could be labral in nature. And uh, people who have osteoarthritis commonly have discomfort with this, okay? So I always tell, I always tell, you know, young therapists, if you have all the precautions that you would, if you look at the precautions that you would do for somebody who has a standard hip replacement, which is avoidance of internal rotation, adduction, and hip flexion past 90 degrees, if all of those hurt when you test them um, and they haven't had a hip replaced, it's it's probably OA of the hip. And you need to take the uh, patient's age into consideration here also. Okay, so. The purpose of today's podcast is to help teach you how to hone in because there are several hip tests that you can do. And like you just saw, I gave you many diagnoses that can come out of each test. Okay, so I'm just going to throw out a little example just to get your your uh, brain going a little bit on on how we evaluate patients. So let's say we have a 67 to 70 year old person who comes in and they're having anterior thigh pain. You want to think of all the things that can cause anterior thigh pain. So it could be a femoral nerve impingement. It could be a radiculopathy from the low back. It could be the hip. Uh, and it could be some sort of a strain or a muscular issue. I had somebody who had such a bad cramp the other day that he actually strained his quad in the middle of the night uh, because his quad contracted so hard that he strained it and was we, it took two or three weeks to get over this and uh, and he ended up doing well. but um, so those are different reasons why somebody could have some anterior thigh pain, okay? So what would you do with this patient? Well, first of all, I would, you know, rule out the low back. So I would do a straight leg raise test, which was which could be negative. Um, I would do a manual muscle test of all the lower extremity muscles to see if there's any one particular myotome that's affected. Of course, I would check the sensation and do some deep tendon reflexes. But let's say that all comes back clear. And then we decide we want to palpate that anterior thigh to see if there is a muscular issue there. And so we palpate to find that there is no thigh pain. So now let's jump into, let's say, the fader test. So you bring them into hip flexion, adduction, internal rotation, and they immediately have an increase in thigh pain. Okay, now we need to be thinking, you know, is this an intra-articular issue causing this thigh pain, which 
osteoarthritic hips commonly do. All right. We need to be thinking about the patient's age here. So we're looking at between 67 and 70. So it's very possible that osteoarthritis is starting to develop. And if they did have a labral tear, it's likely that these wouldn't get fixed. Okay. Because if there is some osteoarthritis there, you know, typically what patients are told is, you know, wait till you need the hip replacement or some sort of intervention in the hip um, before trying to repair a labral issue at that age. But now let's turn this around. Let's say that all of these signs and symptoms came out in a 15-year-old gymnast, okay? And they, she had the same pain pattern and had a positive fader test, we would not be thinking of osteoarthritis, right? But we are still thinking intra-articular. So it's more likely that a gymnast would have a labral tear than an osteoarthritis, both intra-articular problems. But what this test did was it helped us to just kind of hone in on where this pain was coming from, okay? So, uh, you know, if you had the osteoarthritic hip you could do an injection inside the joint. That could be very diagnostic. If the pain goes away in the anterior thigh, then we know where that pain is coming from, right? It's coming from the inside part of the joint. Um, an x-ray could be helpful in the older patient. X-ray probably not so helpful in that younger patient, okay? So maybe an MRI or an, R, uh, an MRA where they inject a dye into the hip joint can pull up that, that labrum a little bit better. And they can take a peek at it that way to try to identify that. So you can see how you really need to be thinking outside of the box when you do these tests and that each test is just a very small part of your evaluation and that there's a lot of other things going on here that you really need to rule out. So I think with that being said, um, I'm probably going to be jumping on a couple more hip podcasts here and we're going to talk about a couple other hip special tests. We have uh, some videos associated with this. So if you want to take a look at, and I do have a couple patients who have some of these positive tests. So I'll put those videos in the link of today's show notes. And if you have any questions or would like to make any comments about uh, hip evaluations or any other orthopedic evaluation or test or anything related to uh, orthopedics, shoot me an email. I'll do my very best to put it on the show and uh, answer your questions. So folks, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Be sure you check out our YouTube channel because we have videos coming up constantly. And uh, be sure to check out our website where we have online courses, online coaching, and uh, so much more for you to take a look at and learn from. So again, folks, thank you and take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.